Welcome to No Ad, No Problem, a podcast devoted to college tennis and growing the game. Check us out on Twitter at JTweetsTennis and Instagram at No Ad, No Problem. I'm your host, John. Let's serve it up. Hey, everyone. Joining me on today's show is Texas senior Micah Braswell. So far in his career, Micah has helped Texas reach two NCAA semifinals and earned All-American status in 2023. A few weeks ago, he became the second player in Texas history to win the ITA National Fall Championships in San Diego. Micah, congrats on the win and welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, man. I'm excited to be on. Thanks for having me. Of course. So in order to qualify for Fall Nats, you competed in the Texas Regional And en route to winning that title, you knocked off your younger brother, Jonah, in the semifinal. Jonah was a guest on this podcast just a few months ago. And at that time, he told me that he had never beaten you in either a match nor a practice set. Is that still true? It's still true. Yeah, we've been able to play a few times since he's been at UT. Um, And yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a crazy stat. I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly, but I'm lucky to have it. Um, And yeah, I mean, sometimes I I mean, I know he's capable of beating me with with his level. Um, So it's just it's just funny. It's honestly a funny stat. But um, yeah, you must just take it it super hard on him in practice. Yeah, whenever I play him, I always I always lock in. Yeah, I I never we never want to lose to each other. So I um, see I always bring my best whenever I play him. Fair enough. And so speaking of Jonah, he transferred from Florida to Texas this season. Sources tell me he's actually the reason that you were playing so well this fall. Is that true? Yes, it definitely. Yeah, it's definitely one of the reasons. Yeah, I've loved having him on the team. Um, Every single person on our team absolutely loves him. And man, he's just been such a good addition to the team. He brings such good energy every day. Um, And just to have your just have your brother on a team is something so special. Um, So I'm super lucky that I get to do it for one more year with them. And so this fall has been a fantastic fall for you, 14 and two in singles. As I mentioned, you won the Texas regional and then you didn't drop a set in route to winning the title at fall Nats. What's contributed to your level being so high this fall? Yeah, there's been a lot of things. Uh, first of all, I uh, put so much work in with my coaches um, here at Texas and then also with my dad at home. Um, yeah, I've, I've worked a lot with my mental coach as well. Um, and yeah, I've just, I've, I've made a lot of uh, improvements physically um, and then also mentally um, and got, got, gotten better with some uh, strategical things in my game, um, which I've been working really hard on. Uh, so fortunately, I was able to do it really well for most of the season. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can uh, keep doing it and uh, bring, bring all that confidence and in going into the spring. So talk a little bit more about the mental side of that, because I think that that's not something everyone is taking advantage of or has access to. What does that relationship look like? What are you working on specifically with that coach? Yeah, um, Texas Men's Sense, we have a, a guy named Michael Voigt that I work with a lot. I talk to him and he's, he's really good. Uh, he's, helped, he's helped me so much. Um, but yeah, on, on the mental side of things for me, I've always been a little bit uh, kind of up and down. Um and when I'm when I'm doing when I'm really locked in mentally, then I'm able to play really good tennis. Um, and then sometimes I've struggled with having a little bit of, you know, maybe a little bit of a dip um, and kind of lose focus a little bit, which just results in a, a little bit worse play. Um, but yeah, I've worked worked really hard in um, you know kind of finding the things that help me uh, that that I'm doing really well that I that I know get me into the right mindset, uh, especially pre match um, and then also during the match when 
when things go wrong, uh, whenever, I mean, it could be anything obviously. Um, but yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot better mentally. Um, and I've got some, got some, uh, routines that I've developed that have, that have helped me a lot. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, fortunate to work enough, uh, work, work a lot with Mike Foyt. Um, then also my coaches because they know me so well, I'm able to work with them a lot on the mental side of things. Yeah. That's interesting to hear. It's much more beyond just the tennis and the fitness. And it feels like for those that have followed your career at Texas, we've never, the highs of Micah Braswell have been extremely high, but we've maybe mm-hmm. never seen that for an extended period of time. But I reflecting in this interview, it feels like over the last six months, we've gotten, you know, peak Micah Braswell, if you will, since NCAAs. Do you feel like this is the best tennis you're playing so far in your career? Yeah, definitely. I think it's probably, yeah, uh, I've definitely shown signs of it in the past. Um, I mean, I've always known, I've always known how, how well I'm able, uh, capable of playing, you know, um, and I've, I've, I always, um, you know, I believed in myself, obviously. Um, and yeah, I feel like, um, l- luckily I've been able to, yeah, it's, I'd probably say it's some of the best tennis I've played for sure, uh, consistently. And I've gotten a lot better at a lot of little things that have kind of, uh, added up to help me have some really good results this fall so far. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, I was, I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah. And I feel like a really good example of that is in the final in San Diego, you played Jack Pennington of TCU, who is a very familiar foe earlier in 2023. You guys played three times and mm-hmm. lost twice, DNF'd another time. So what changed yeah. for you in this match? What was your game plan going into that, knowing that you had struggled against him in the past? Yeah, definitely. Uh, man, me and Jack, um, I, I've gotten to, gotten to know him, um, since we've played so much and he's a super nice guy. I've got so much respect for him. Uh, he's a great player and he's a great person too. Um, and yeah, I, we, we've had some really good matches so far. Um, last year I was just kind of struggling with some injuries and stuff. So the times that I played him, I hadn't, I wasn't really able to get into the match a few times. And then the last time I played him, uh, we, we split sets. I remember. And then, um, and then that we ended up not fin- finishing the match, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I um, I mean, I've obviously gotten to you know study his game and, and watch him um, and and play on the other side of the net uh, against him a bunch. So so yeah, I, I kind of knew what what my strategy was going to be going into the match for sure. Uh, I was able to, able to watch him film. Um, and yeah, going into the match, I knew I was you know obviously kind of like you said, I was playing some really good tennis. I had a lot of confidence in myself, so I knew that, um, or at least I was hoping that my best tennis was going to be better on that day. And fortunately enough, it was. And in that final, were you aware of sort of the history that you were going for? I mentioned at the top that Texas had won this once Yuya Ito in 2019, but also the fact that you and Elliot Spaziri would be sweeping fall national, uh, the fall national titles with Spaziri winning all Americans. This would be the fourth time that it ever happened. How much of that history or context did you have going into the final? And did you feel any added pressure because of it? Yeah, honestly, uh, man, I had so many people reaching out to me and supporting me while I was there. Um, so much, so much of Longhorn Nation, so much of my family and friends, all of my teammates. There were, um, I mean, they could not have been more supportive of me. So honestly, instead of instead of feeling pressure, um, I kind of kind of took that and ran with it, just knowing that I was playing for you know something so much bigger than myself. That I was playing for Texas, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, I think that helped me a lot. And it kind of, honestly, for me, it actually kind of took pressure off. I kind of tried to flip that in my mind a little bit. Um, and, and fortunately enough, it, it did not really add any pressure. And I was able to play pretty free out there the whole week. Um, and yeah, to do that, uh, to accomplish that uh, sweep with Elliot was so cool. I honestly 
I hadn't really even, I mean, obviously I knew he won it, but that, that wasn't really necessarily across my mind while I was playing. Um, and I, I didn't know that there was, you know, so few people that have been able to do that. So it was just so cool uh, that, that we were able to do that. I was so, I was really pumped. It was a really cool stat. Yeah, it didn't cross my mind until you started trekking through the draw. And I was like, wait a minute, let me look this up uh, and yeah. then realize it's probably pretty rare. And indeed it is. So definitely a yeah. testament to the strength of the Texas team as it stands right now. I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about your background. You were born into a tennis family. You've mentioned your dad at the top, uh, your dad, Ty. He played at Florida State. He coached there for a few years, and he now serves as the director of tennis in Sarasota. Did you play any other sports growing up, or were you pretty quickly drawn to tennis? Yeah, I played. my dad actually put me in pretty much every sport you could think of. played soccer, football played baseball for about six years. I loved playing baseball. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite sports to play. I played basketball too. Um, yeah, I, I'd love, I'm, I mean, I, I loved playing all the sports. Um, but yeah, when I was around 11 or 12 years old, my dad kind of wanted me to stick with something. And obviously um, he, he had coached me and I mean, he knows tennis so well um, and, and he's an amazing coach. So it kind of just made sense for us to do that. And then obviously Jonah and then my little brother, Jeremiah, uh, caught on to the same thing as well. So yeah, I, I, I was really, really glad that we picked tennis. Yeah. It seems like it runs in the family for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I also read that growing up, Jimmy Arias was one of your mentors, former number five player in the world. Was that a connection you got through IMG or was that something that you had separately? Uh, my dad has actually known him for a long time. Uh, Jimmy comes out and does a lot of exhibition events and plays golf at my dad's club a lot. Um, so man, yeah, I, I've known him since I was like five years old, I think, uh, I mean, he's been such a good mentor to me. I, uh, man, I, I mean, with any, anything I have, I can always go to him and ask him, ask him anything live or tennis related. Um, and yeah, he's, he's, he's great, great. I absolutely love him. Uh, and the rest of his family too. Um, yeah, he's been, he's been really, really good for me to have him as a mentor. Yeah. That's such a lot a of people. Great connection to have what has been maybe a piece of advice that he's given you that stuck with you or maybe a problem you've gone to him recently and seeked his guidance on? Yeah. When I was home, uh, just sometimes with my game style a little bit, um, I, my game could be a little bit up and down or it has in the past. Um, and I've been working really hard to kind of, kind of make sure that that's not the case and that we can kind of get over that. Um, but he told me that, um, it was actually, I'm actually fortunate to have the you know, the, my, my type of game style, because I'm capable of getting, uh, you know, getting on a good streak and getting hot and playing good tennis and getting really confident. Um, and he told me that was, you know, that, that, that he thought that was a really good strength of mine. And that gave me a lot of confidence. That's great. And that, that was, that was this past summer. Yeah. Okay. And he's not the only tennis legend that you have rubbed shoulders with. You've also had experience with Boris Becker. Talk to me about your experience in the Boris Becker documentary. Yeah, I actually have not met him. And I think right after we uh, did that, uh, I did the the shoot for the for the documentary, I think the day after he was released from jail, which was interesting. Um, and yeah, so the doc- documentary was great. I absolutely loved it. Um, and I, and they had me out to do a um, do some shots because uh, I, I, I kind of look a little similar to him um, when he when he was my age, obviously, when he was playing on the tour and at the top of his game. Um, so yeah, they had me out and they gave me, gave me a little haircut, um, and, and had me do some, had me do some pretty cool shots. And I think if you watch the documentary, there's probably a few scenes where you could tell it was me. So it was a really cool experience. And when did you film that? 
That was last December. I'm not sure the exact date, but it was right towards the end of school, uh, right towards the end of fall. Yeah. Yeah. Such a cool experience. I know in some of the the other tennis documentaries, you've had other players with college ties who have that sort of experience. It's a cool uh, foray into Hollywood, if you will, uh, outside of kind of your traditional tennis. So that's a great experience. Definitely. Yeah. And the director, um, director was such a nice guy. I absolutely loved him. It was, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. I was so glad I got to do it. That's awesome. And that's on Netflix now, right? It's on Apple TV plus actually. Yeah. So you've got to get the subscription and then you can watch it. It's similar to Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drowning in subscriptions, but that is also one I have. So I will have to check it out. Yeah, Uh, definitely. So you had originally, when you were going through your junior career, you originally committed to Florida State, which made sense given your dad's ties there at the time. What ultimately made you change your mind to Texas? Yeah, um, I used to work with Brandon Wagner a lot, who's obviously been my coach for the last three years. Now he's the head coach of Clemson. Um, He was the head coach of Adam Neff. Uh, for a long time in Sarasota, um, or or Sar- more Bradenton area, um, but I used to go out there and hit with him a lot, and I developed a really good relationship with him. Um, and yeah, I as I, I started, uh, you know, raising raising my level a little bit, um, and, and starting to starting to kind of rise the ranks in the juniors, and and just start to do uh, really well in some ITFs and and some of those uh, some of those events. Um, so when he became the assistant coach of Texas, he recruited me. Um, and luckily enough, I, I absolutely, I ended up coming on a visit and uh, after one day I knew it was going to be where I wanted to go. Um, just the, I, I got to meet all the guys, uh, which I, I'd known some of them in the past, obviously. And I got to meet Bruce and Brandon, um, and Austin rap that year, or I don't think it was Austin rap that year, but he obviously came next year. Um, but yeah, so I got I got to meet everyone, the whole the whole squad, and I absolutely loved it. Loved loved everything about Texas and and the energy around the athletics here. Um, so after I was able to see all of that, I just I ended up kind of liking. Um, I, I just ended up liking Texas more, even though we had family ties to Florida State. Obviously, I loved loved that program as well. But just thought Texas was going to be the the place for me to to achieve my full potential in tennis. Yeah, and how has it been? What, in what ways has Texas kind of delivered on that promise that, you know, high school senior Micah was looking for, uh, what has kind of exceeded your expectations? The first thing that's exceeded my expectations the most is the culture that we've built, uh, together as a team and every single guy on this team, um, even the guys that have left already. Um, I, I, we really have not had one bad apple on the whole team. I mean, every, every single one of us gets along so well. And I think that's, it's, it's it's really rare to see in college tennis. I feel like, I don't know, there's some teams where, you know, maybe they're not as close as some other teams or you can kind of, I'm not sure the exact wording, but uh, man, our team is just so close. We've got such good chemistry together. Um, and we, we, we never, never have any fights or anything like that. We're always just um, always uh, adding to each other's goals um, and, and always wanting the best for each other every single day. And we, and, We've learned uh, learned how to push each other and practice every single day too to make each other better at tennis. So I think that's uh, been the biggest thing that's exceeded my expectations, and I could not have uh, could not be could not be luckier to to be a part of this team so far. Yeah, with the amount of time you all spend together, it's good to hear that there aren't too many uh, fights and and that sort of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, we've really never had any of that stuff. Yeah, it's been great. 
So I want to shift gears to the team and talk about 2024. I think the the hype around the Texas program really intensified a few weeks ago when you all announced that Gilles Arnaud Bailey, former junior world number one and younger brother of PY, your current teammate, would join in the spring. How did you find out about that news officially and what was your reaction? Yeah, um, I mean, I knew that we'd had a chance to get him for a long time. Um, Obviously, Pierre's his brother, so he was uh, pulling for him to come for a long time. Um, and luckily, he's done done really well in a lot of events recently too. Um, so we wasn't we weren't uh, I I wasn't positive that he was going to come, but once I heard the news, um, I was could was super pumped. I know he's going to be a great addition to the team, and obviously, uh, his level level of play is going to be able to compete with pretty much anyone in the country. I think right off the bat. Um, so I think he's going to be. You know, really good. Another another really good leader for the team on and off the court. Um, and I could, couldn't be happier for him to come soon. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I think as college tennis fans, we're all looking forward to seeing him and so much momentum from the highest junior ranks now coming to college. I think it's great to see. Now, do you get a text from Coach Burke about it? Does Py leak the news? How did you actually find out that it was official? Yeah, um, when, when I found out that it was official, we saw a text uh, from Bruce that it was that uh, he had called and made it official. We we were super pumped about it. Yeah. yeah, we were we were really really happy. Yeah, and so now you will have two younger brothers, Jonah and Gilarno, joining the team. In your four years here, do you think that this is the most talented Texas team you've been on? Yeah, I'd say. I mean, yeah, the the talent that we're gonna have this year is maybe. Um, going to be really, really good. I think it's definitely one of the most talented teams we've had so far. Um, but that also means that we're going to still going to have to put in the work every day. Um, and I, I really think that we're going to do that. We've every single guy on our team has done that really good this fall. Um, so I think right now we're just kind of focused on putting our heads down and putting the work in and then just, just going and, and leaving it all out there when we go play. Yeah. And you mentioned how close the team was. I imagine a byproduct of that is the fact that a lot of you have been together for many years now. You have a handful of guys who are in their final season here. Does that add any pressure into this final season, knowing that it's your final season, it's several others in a final run? Yeah, um, I actually personally don't think that it adds much pressure. I think a lot of us are going to keep playing tennis. Um and hopefully a, a bunch of us will have great tennis careers after our time in college. Um, but man. I would say these probably are going to be our most memorable year, memorable years playing tennis together. Um, and man, we love love going out there every day and competing for competing for each other. So, so yeah, I, I don't think it adds pressure. I think it actually is going to make us make us want to go out there and train harder um, and play like we want to be remembered. You know, Coach Burke tells us that sometimes, which really sticks with me. Um, so I think I think we're going to go out there and do that. Yeah. And every year, regardless of the continuity that you bring year to year, it's always a different team, a different dynamic. How is this year's fall and vibe on the team different than in the years past? I mean, it sounds like things are going really well, but talk to me about what's different than other years past. Yeah, um, we've got a we've obviously got a lot of years in college tennis under our belt. Um, a lot of experience on this team. Uh, I remember a few years ago when we had a, a really good run uh, in the in the dual match season. We were honestly kind of an in, inexperienced team, and we were still able to make it so far, um, which I feel like was a big big attest to our 
to how close we are as a team and how uh, how the the work that we were able to put in and and what Coach Burke was able to put uh, you know kind of drill into our heads every single day when we go out there and train um, and kind of build keep building the good habits um, and obviously the keep building on the things that are going to make us that are going to give us the best chance to win. Um, so after three years of doing that, I think it's definitely the most prepared we've been as a team, um, to go out there and every day and put the work in, um, and practice, uh, put the work in, in the gym, uh, take care of all of our things that are non-tennis related really well. Um, I think it's the whole, the whole team has done an amazing job of that so far, uh, this season. So yeah, I think we've definitely all matured a lot, uh, from our time in college and, I'd say it's definitely the most mature team we've had so far and that um, I think we're going to be the most prepared to if we're, if we're able to keep doing what we're doing. And I know 2023 didn't end the way you all had hoped in the NCAA semifinals, but as mm-hmm. you look ahead to the dual season, are there any takeaways from that experience that you all have discussed and are hoping to leverage? Yeah, definitely. We've honestly used that match to motivate us to keep training really hard every day. Um, you know, there's some, there's just some uncontrollable things that can go on there when you're out there playing. Um, and there's, you know, the margins are so slim. So, uh, we're trying to take care of every little detail that we can in practice, um, and just keep, keep pushing really hard. Um, and honestly, if for some reason we don't accomplish our goals at some point, then I think that, I think we'll be, we want to be able to say that we left it all out there, uh, on the practice court, um, and, you know, took care of everything we could have just to give us, Uh, the best chances we have of achieving our goals. You mentioned like a career after college tennis. Have you committed to playing pro after you graduate? Yeah, when I'm done, I definitely want to keep playing tennis. Yeah, I'm going to try to do it for as long as I can. I think I think I can do really well. Um, So I'm I'm really excited to to get out there on the tour when I'm done and, and, and see how see how far I can take my game. Yeah. And so we are discussing having this conversation the night before the end of fall rankings come out. It is likely that you will be ranked quite high in those rankings. How important is finishing in the top 20 in the ITA rankings to qualify for the ATP accelerator program for you? Yeah, I think it, I think if I'm if I'm able to do that, it'll be really good for me. Um, hopefully it'll give me a really good jump start uh, to my career and help me able to uh, you know, utilize some of those wild cards and to kind of get my feet wet, um, trying to get some, trying to get some points and build my ranking up, uh, once I'm out there on my own. Um, and yeah, so I'm definitely, that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, and I'm definitely want to, uh, kind of just keep training really hard and, and not, not worry about that stuff and kind of let, let the results take care of itself. And, and then if I, um, you know, if I, if I'm able to get it or not, then I'll live with it. But, but yeah, that, that'd be definitely be a huge help. Yeah, it's been a great program that they've uh, instituted. I'm looking forward to seeing you know many more players benefit from it. And certainly success in the fall right now is a, a huge uh, indicator for how far you can go in the spring just because you accumulate all of those ranked wins. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll close here with a few kind of rapid fire questions. And the first one I w- that I want to ask you is, who is the toughest opponent you've faced in college? It's a good question. Um. Hmm. Whenever I played Adrian Boyton, I never did very well. He always uh, played. He always played really well against me. I never really was able to get into those matches. So I feel like that's probably one of the best guys I've played. It's a tough guy to get into the match with. Do you think 
when you're at your best, you impose a similar feeling to others that Adrian Boyton imposed to you? Yeah, I think I've got that ability. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think uh I think that definitely can be a strength of mine if I'm if I'm playing really well and I'm really locked in. Um and I'm playing really disciplined tennis. Um I think I think it's definitely something that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Most memorable team victory. Um Ohio State at indoors last year was a really fun one. That was probably one of my favorites. Um other one. And then we beat USC my freshman year in the um in the in the elite the finals. Eight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was a great match. That was a yeah. The, the culmination of that season you talked about earlier where it was a little more inexperienced, but you guys were pulling out a lot of those four three matches throughout the course of that mm-hmm. year. Uh, so that was a, a great run to the NCAA semifinals. So one piece of the puzzle that has changed this year for Texas is you mentioned Brandon Wagner has left Texas to be the head coach at Clemson. And you've brought in Ryan Lippman as the assistant coach who we saw pretty present in San Diego. How has that transition been? And what's three words you'd use to describe coach Lippman? I don't think Bruce could have uh, hired a better coach. He's absolutely, I mean, he's, he's literally perfect. He's an amazing coach. He's an amazing person. Uh, he, may, he makes me feel so comfortable when I'm out there on the court. So he's, he's helped me a lot with a lot of things. Um, three words I could, I would describe him with would be thoughtful, friendly, and I don't think of another one. Um, I'd say tough too. He can push us. Yeah, sounds like so those, those are the three words I'd give him. Yeah, a good combo to have on your court for sure. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Uh, one piece of advice you'd give to Py for having a younger brother on the team. Um. Probably don't play him in practice sets too often. <laughs> you don't so want to keep that his confidence. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a good one. He'll have to take that one to heart. Yeah. All right. We're gearing up for 2024. Preseason rankings are happening. Yourself, Texas, you know, uh, Virginia, Ohio State. If Micah Braswell was making a preseason list right now, who would be number one? Definitely Texas. Yeah, give me give me the pitch. I'd say we're the most experienced. I'd say that we um I think we're definitely one of the most talented teams. And I think that we've all had a really good fall too. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a very good fall of which we've discussed here. All right, last question. I have it circled on my calendar. January match against Virginia. Thinking about making the trip to Austin. If I do, what's one restaurant I have to go to? Terry Blocks. Some good barbecue. Good barbecue. That's what Austin's known for. I'd say that's the one you got to hit. All right. Well, I will jot that one down. And Micah, thanks for coming on the show and congrats on all of your recent success. It's been great watching you this fall. And I'm looking forward to following you and the entire Texas team this season. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on, man. It's going to be a really good year for the Horns. We're all looking forward to it.